Welcome everybody. Mm. <laughs> we, scared. We... Oh yeah, I forgot the scaredy squeezer shtick. I forgot about it too until I went back and listened to last year's show to uh, to brush go up. through uh, previous picks. And I'm like, oh yeah, I got to do that shtick. Yeah, but you got to do what the people come for. Oh, <clears throat> give them. Um, Dance or, like uh, a, a uh, pony. Hi. Mm. Or whatever. However. Hey, everybody. Hi. We are back with another Halloween season. We, uh, this is our fifth, I believe, even though it's our sixth year, because our first year, Squeezer, if you remember, we did mm -hmm. not start till November. November 16th? Something like that. <clears throat> 2016. So six years ago. Almost uh, in a month, we uh, sat down in my old apartment at my old dining room table. Uh, mm -hmm. Totally different paradigm. Did our our first forty-five <laughs> minute well uh, I had thought it. out informative? It was originally uh, I, our friend Doug was going to be part of it too. Yeah, it started as I was going to do a YouTube show about all the toys I had. Mm -hmm. And and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to do. I know podcasting. I have the gear for podcasting. Let's let's podcast. And I'm like, Squeezer, Doug, do you want to do it? And we're going to do it at at the office. And you were just like, I'm not comfortable doing it there, <laughs> the second floor. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we'll do it in my house. And then Doug was like, Arr. he was out. <laughs> we were doing it in the morning, and Doug is not a. I wasn't a morning person either. You're not a morning morning person, but Doug is not. A morning person. Well, the first one I don't think we did in the morning. We did it after work. Okay. Like after like a normal shift, not like a late shift. Yeah. And I had it all scripted out. I pulled all these news clippings and cut mm -hmm. them up and I played them in the appropriate times. And it was a tight 45 minutes. You go back and listen to that Batman 89 action figure line. Um, Sounds like two professionals. Kind of, you know, as kind of as little, as you can, as close as you can get, and then the next show, I'm like, you know, I heard some other shows do the top, Justin, aloha and hello, um, some do like a ten or top top five or top ten things, and I know a uh, purple stuff podcast was doing that kind of format, and I'm like, you know what, that seems easy. Let's just do that for the next one, mm -hmm. uh, and for a few years, squeezer, maybe a year or two, we uh. We, the tangent, the tangent dinging was in, in show, but we were really hitting like an hour, you know. Yeah, got right yeah, to the pretty topic concise. at hand. We are staring at each other. You are actually running the audio board. Uh, yeah, we even had like cues, <laughs> like we would like, yeah, it was. Uh, You'd set up and hit the cue, and we'd look at each other to roll it. Um, and uh, yeah, it was in person all the time. Yeah, not and live. it was fun. Yeah, there was but, there was uh, pee breaks. There was it was not live. No, no, a lot of pee breaks. A lot of a lot of pee breaks. A lot of uh, people. I think it was the eye contact. Just makes me tinkle. Yeah, mm. yeah, warms the bladder. Mm -hmm. um, we were like, 
<laughs> and we like I, I especially had like a cold for like the first year we did it. <laughs> and to some people, some of the early fans, I know Eric from Texas was like asked us if we had tuberculosis because <laughs> uh, we didn't sound okay. And um, nonetheless, we here we are six years later. We are now no longer in the same uh, household or, or area code or no, area code, not zip code. And um, we're over the power of the internet i am running the audio board and uh yeah i'm along for the ride you uh you are along for the ride yeah well once we uh we're gonna start doing it later too that's when like okay like mornings aren't working out mornings are not working out and to do it later we can't be doing it at one of the other person's house because pretty much when we're done with this it's bedtime yeah, and especially at the time, I was living an hour away. Right, right. Yeah, and 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 then sometimes you know you like to have a one, two uh, beers or three. Yeah, you know, uh, I figure. I remember the first night we figured we we tried, attempted. I was still in my old place, and we attempted to do it uh, remote, and it worked out well. But we got hammered, and we went like three hours. <laughs> it was like the yeah. first, the first uh, fast food and restaurants we went back episode was the first one we did remote. Uh, then, uh, even when I moved into the current, uh, uh abode, we had the setup downstairs. We were actually going to do a YouTube show. Yeah, we, we built a, <laughs> you built a, built a set. Yeah. And I, we had it in my uh, basement. We did one show there and I think I did a few solo hits from there. Yeah. And that was it. I mean, it's just I, 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 trying to do this game in person is just not gonna work <laughs> yeah we see enough of each other yeah so we figured it out and now we do it live uh it's the the pandemic of course we had the the shows daily and uh yeah the force to change i i like doing it live for the sake of just the the uh consistency mm-hmm. it was always like uh when are we gonna do it and it was either like a ten o'clock on a Tuesday or two in the morning on a on a Thursday. Right. It it forced us to be more consistent. Ten o'clock, yes. ten thirty, ish, on uh, Wednesday nights. You know. And here we are, six years later, deciding we took our first break over the summer. Yeah. yeah. And only only because like it was just, and not that we even wanted to. No, I we think it. it was just. I uh, think it's like you know we've we've done how many three hundred plus episodes. We might be on our three hundredth episode for all I know. I don't really keep. Yeah, track. yeah, we're we've done three hundred. Remember, pl- we found out two hundred like at like show two hundred two. Yeah, so uh, we're three hundred plus episodes. We're we don't charge you. We don't have a Patreon. We don't. Nor have, should we. No, <laughs> uh, we don't do any commercials or advertising. And I'm or like, should you know, we? Or, yeah, um, we've been offered. We've been offered so many different. Oh, I never heard back from. Uh, oh, she never followed up. Whatever her name was, but she also didn't reply back. Rebecca, hey, was it Rebecca? I don't know. I thought it sounded, I thought it was Rebecca. Well, she never followed back up. So maybe, maybe you know what? There's a lot of podcasts out there. She probably is going to binge all of our show, including this one tomorrow. She's like, guys, I'm, I'm. I really am a, a big fan. I've been with you guys since the beginning. Yeah, you and you, you hurt me, and now I'm done. 
Yeah. Oh, we just lost a just lost a follower. <laughs> I doubt it. Hold on, I'm trying to find no. an email. I doubt it. Uh, Kate Putney. Kate. Oh, with close red enough. Circle. Sorry, Kate. Sorry to let you down. Nudging one Kate. last time. Kate, I told you, you had your opportunity. Just call, like, text me and say, email me and say, hey, I heard you shit talking on your podcast. Now, now you have no choice because I heard you just sign up for Red Circle. And you're in. We're in. We're, we're yeah. signed up. But you let us down. You proved <laughs> just like I thought. No one. I mean, you don't listen <laughs> to the podcast. <clears throat> thanks, Justin, for the yeah shout thanks. out. But this is our Halloween spooky season. Did you uh, watch Hocus Pocus 2 yet? Uh, No. Have you ever seen Hocus Pocus 1? Yes, way back, like, uh, way back, originally, initially. Um, So I think my pitch from 10 years ago for Hocus Pocus 2 was better than Hocus Pocus 2 in real life. Oh, no. It was good. It wasn't great. My pitch was, so the book, they did a sequel in the book, and it was, uh, Max and Allison got married and had a kid, and that kid, I don't know, somehow got the witches, um, to come back. My story was, uh, thirty years later, um, Ma- uh, Danny and uh, Max are, are like caretakers, like of the black flame candle, to make sure no one ever lights it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, these witches possess this group of like worshipers of them to get light, uh, to not light, the, not light the candle, but destroy, try to destroy the candle. So the Sanderson sisters don't come back, but these even, even more evil witches come back. Um, so, uh, I, they think they find like a possum instead of a cat. They, they, they use a Ouija board to recall Thackeray Binks because he's no longer in the cat. You know what I mean? They, they yes. broke the spell. So they, mm-hmm. they call Thackeray Binks on the Ouija board and he inhabits the body of like the possum. And it, that's the funny part. Cause it goes from animal <laughs> to animal as the movie goes along. My script goes along and, uh, um, they together, they find a piece of the black flame candle and figure a way to light it to bring the Sanderson sisters back to help fight these other witches. So it, it, uh, it's their T two moment. Yes, it makes them the good guys. Come uh, with me if you want to live. Exactly. Yeah, I like it. And that was my that was and that, uh, that was like a, a treatment I put together like ten years ago before Hocus Pocus had its like uh, renaissance where people actually liked it. That was back when no one liked it but me and my mom. <laughs> And I think she was the only one who liked my treatment too. In fact, I had uh, Jay Newman, you know, um, shop that one too. And he no was shit. told, "Hocus Pocus made no money. The studio will never look to make a sequel." Ugh. Yeah. No, I, I had a, a, a Hocus Pocus. I also had a, the Ghostbusters three pitch. I script, I pitched here, but I think they did a good job with. You knew it was up. What? You knew it was up with the Hocus Pocus. Yeah, I was. I was. It, 
uh, Hocus Pocus champion before. I think there was champions of it. They just didn't realize it until Spirit Halloween started making stuff. And, and I think Freeform deciding, like Freeform being owned by Disney and deciding to like make Hocus Pocus their uh, Christmas story for Halloween because mm-hmm. they owned it. They could play it because it was Disney. So them playing it, like the shit out of it, I think made it super popular because people actually got to watch it because they released in July. So no one was like interested in seeing a Halloween movie in July back then. Uh, my mom, however, pay-per-view in our household made it a very popular movie. <laughs> Is there still room for your treatment after this pre after this film? Um, yes, I would say spoiler alert, but they kind of, I mean, you're not going to watch it. Uh, maybe. Yeah, but you'll forget what I told you. I'll forget. Yeah. So they kind of re not redeem themselves. That's what the movie, I don't really know what happened at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Like they're just, okay. Winifred misses her sisters and rather be with them than be the ultimate witch or something like that. Um, and that there there is a post credit scene teasing that they might be back. Gotcha. Um, but I I, I don't know if uh, the studio is interested. It's, yeah, go ahead, Disney, steal my pitch, and <laughs> and make a better Hocus Pocus a sequel. But uh, if you want it, you want me to write it, give me a call. I won't work. I won't. I'm not expensive, but I'm not cheap. I lie somewhere in between. So you'll get a good script at a good price. You call me. I'll write you your hot your hocus pocus too, and the, re- the uh, hocus pocus three. Also, there wasn't any like dirty adult stuff in <laughs> hocus pocus two. Really, hocus oh. pocus had some like I don't know. One of my favorite jokes is when they the bus the horny bus driver pulls up and he opens the door and he's like, "Whoa, where, uh, the Sanderson sisters, where do you want to go?" And like, "We desire children." And the bus driver goes, "Well, it could take a few times, but I think I can make that happen." You know, like he's gonna buy them. Oh, gotcha. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm not that clever. Um, as a kid, I didn't get it. When I saw it as I was older, I was like, "Oh, that's fucking brilliant." <laughs> um, yeah. I, so that hocus pocus. My review is good, not great. Could could have been better. I, and I'm not saying that if they would have done my script, they would have been better. But I think even if they would have done the book sequel, it would have been better. I don't know what they were going for uh, here. Well, I do know, but I don't know if it was the right call is what I'm saying. Uh. Um, what else? Oh, my God. I, I, I think the... My, I don't know if it's the best Marvel show, but it might be my favorite Marvel show is She-Hulk. It continues to just make me fucking like crave that, next week every single week I see it. As ridiculous and absurd. And if like if that was your pitch, that last episode, like no one in their right mind would say, yeah, this show's going to work. <laughs> right. That was my favorite episode of the season. Right, the 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 therapy session with yeah, Man Bull yeah. and the Eagle. Um, fuck, it was so great. Those are all canon characters, by the way. That whole group. I, I figured it, it was so absurd, though. I'm like, I I'm sure I should know these. Or so then they they trolled everyone today on Instagram because I'm pretty sure Daredevil shows up in the next 
um, episode, but they're like the hero superhero you've all been waiting for, and it's Leapfrog. <laughs> and they did like <laughs> Leapfrog auditions yeah. uh, on Instagram. It was really good. It's it's very. It had me going back and reading some of the John Byrne books on Marvel Unlimited because I'm like, oh man, I like I'm, I'm like craving more She-Hulk. I'm like, this is, and there's so many haters out there. I don't get why it's so enjoyable. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's fun, but it's just so. It's, and it's actually it's really well done. It's really well done, and 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 this and the pacing of it is is really good. Like I'm never like, when is this gonna be over? Unlike it, move, yeah. Here I'm gonna say something that's probably not gonna be a favorite of people here, Squeezer. Mm-hmm. Unlike Andor. Ah, <laughs> uh, you I. Ah, uh, don't get me. St- no, it's perfect. Andor. Don't fuck with it. It's perfect the way it is. Oh my god, that's I the most love every boring show. Out. It's amazing. No, it's not. I've ever allow seen your, in my life. Allow yourself to walk through a world. Take your time. Breathe. Take it all in. From that opening shot, it was basically Blade Runner and Star Wars, and it's fucking awesome. I mean, yes. Do I think I it's- can? Yes, and I will not argue. That it is slow, and I, I could see how some people might find it boring. I I like Blade Runner for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's very much my genre. So yeah, I'm quite. You know me. I got pissed when Game of Thrones started moving when that boat started going just a little too fast up river. You know, it's a rowboat. Take your time. Well, some people are now complaining, and I only watched the first episode, and I thought it was really boring. But some people are now complaining that Dragon Show is going too fast. It's real. I mean, it is, but it's good. I I, I can't fault it for. Uh, See, I they, know they could really draw it out and like where they're at now. Like what six episodes in would have been like season four in the old series pacing. And I'm ta- literally like, there's another time jump. Like they're they're jumping a span of. 30 plus years in like six episodes. Well, come on, guys. You can't do that. Yeah. But I, I see where they're... The, the thing is, the source material is based off of the book that's written like a history book. Yeah, you explained that on the show before. Yeah. So, like, yeah. to keep up with it, <clears throat> I you know, no... like, you read a history book and, you know, it's a, like one paragraph and then the next paragraph is 50 years later. I have no problem with pulling the taffy squeezer. I love Once Upon a Time in Hollywood by the Opus by Quentin Tarantino. But that keeps you hooked with brilliant filmmaking every second. Andor was okay. just like, what the fuck are they doing? It's a, it's a Disney. Oh, I, I love it. It's a I Disney show, it. but they, they the show started in a brothel. You yeah. killed two people. <laughs> One just to shut them up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then they start speaking languages. and uh-huh, Yeah. Canon. Deep, unnecessary canon. (laughs) Now, I didn't watch the other episode. It's like like watching a wiki. Yeah. I didn't watch... uh, We only watched episode one, and uh, we were both, like, not in the right headspace, I guess. When I I, I turned it on, and I saw a long, drawn-out, establishing shot of a guy walking under lights towards a dark, futuristic city, I... In the rain. In the rain. I'm like, oh, 
tears in the rain. Yeah, it's like I that. swear. If they if okay, the show okay. Ends, to be fair, that's how the Batman started. Sure, but that fucking ramped up really quick. Huh? Yeah, that that did ramp up quick. Uh, <laughs> if they end this series with some origami, I will be like, oh, so happy. Just folding, lots of shots. That's gonna, the last episode is actually not not just them leave leaving it at the door, but the actual folding. It's going to be forty minutes of folding a swan <laughs> or a unicorn. Mm. Well, I mean, I watched on YouTube the other night. Um, He's one of uh, he's a channel I actually thoroughly enjoy. Um, I want to give him a shout out here. Let's see if uh, I can find him quickly on my YouTube page. I watch a lot of stu- I watch Seth Meyers on YouTube. Um, I watch Brian Lagerstrom on YouTube, a former chef, does great cooking videos. I watch uh, LGR, which is a lot like an old tech uh, on YouTube, really. Uh, but this guy I like, I watched his, um, uh, his, uh, it's, I hate YouTube. It's like, once you watch it, it's a show where there should be like a history. You could see what, uh, oh yes. Uh, isn't there a history tab? Is there? Oh, history. Yeah, here it is. I only I only know that because I just looked at it. Oh, um, okay. Here it is. This does not compute. It was uh, this. The episode, it was fourteen minutes. It was video Walkman, Sony's nineteen ninety one portable eight millimeter VCR, and he he t- he got it. And the whole video is him taking it apart unsoldering the blown caps on it and replacing them until it works. <laughs> oh my God. And I watched the whole one. I fucking love this. Uh, some YouTube shout out. This does not compute to good. Um, he's got a lot of cool things. Sometimes I watch Paging Mr. Tomorrow, even though I, I only been to Disney once when I was 10 uh, and I didn't like it, but I like, uh, um, I like, I just enjoy him. It's like, Eddie Who's that's how he talks. The, the Wolf Pit I watch, he's he cracks me up. I gotta I gotta watch a few before uh I head down. Oh, Paging Mr. Morrow? Yeah. Yeah, and whenever he gets too into the weeds, I just skip it and but and I watch a lot of Apple people, uh of course, uh binging with Babish, the Babish universe. Mm-hmm. Um I realized uh, I was looking for Undeclared, a, a Judd Apatow show. That I, yeah. I I really loved, and I actually watched it when when it was actually on for the four episodes, and I was like googling, and I saw Judd Apatow tweeted in 2020. It's not streaming anywhere, but someone put it on YouTube illegally. Go there to watch it. So I was watching <laughs> that on YouTube. You can, and of course, a bunch of uh, four hour long rips of old Halloween commercials here in my history. Yeah. What do I? Oh, yeah, what do I got? I got. I have. I, here's one. By Inkbox, creating an operating system for the NES. I watched the weirdest fucking stuff. Uh, there's a video about... I got a lot of my kids' stuff here. So, all about moose for kids. Hmm. Uh, they wanted to watch a video about mooses. And, or mises. Mises. Uh, Paw Patrol. Oh, my uh, the littlest one wanted to watch uh, a show of... Uh, she wanted to watch Is the he? Paw Patrol and the Lion Guard 
uh, at the same time in the same show. And Mrs. Squeezer's like, honey, that that's not a show. I'm like, hang on. So I just Google it. And uh, it exists. Hmm. And it's someone just made their own show like on their kitchen table using uh, McDonald's Happy Meal toys <laughs> of both Lion Guard and Paw Patrol and just trying to do the voices. And uh, they're three. So they watched it. And uh, it worked. I, I found this guy, Lucky Penny Shop. Um, he he had, you know, those uh, McDonald's, Mattel put them out. They were the McDonald's Happy Meal Magic. And you could like make your own Happy Meal, like a hamburger, but it was all like snack food. You used like bread and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I. Oh, shit. Yeah, I remember that. I always wanted uh... those sets, but I never got them. And I always wondered what they did. That's because I wanted them. I was like, what did they do? But this guy get, has them all and he makes all the recipes. <laughs> so I watched like <laughs> five of his episodes. I'm like, what am I watching? But it's a Lucky Penny Shop, it's a good YouTube channel. Nice. Um, I KBD Productions. I, I, I watch his. Living at the world's largest truck stop for a whole day, the Iowa 80 uh, truck stop. That's like my comfort YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched it like 10 times. I just It's like 25 minutes. Just go back and um, watch. Uh-oh. In the workplace, said Target walkthroughs. They did a walkthrough about 2022 Hyden Eek Boutique collection so I could see everything. Um. Yeah, there's just I oh bite review. He does a lot of like iPad and it's like they're very um either really they're good uh good B Y T E review. He he does a good uh oh, atmospheric videos. Squeezer. Retro recipes, nice. this Australian guy does a lot of Commodore sixty four videos. Uh I listen to Jim Cornette sometimes on here. Bitching about mm-hmm. the wrestling, even though I don't keep up with it, I just like Cornette, uh, frugal fit mom. She like tries to stretch a budget. I just want to see what she does. <laughs> uh, Techmoan, this guy's pretty good. He does a lot of old tech shit. He was I was watching his video about uh, uh, the video now format, that old shitty <laughs> fucking um, Tiger Electronics video format they did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Luke Manny, like Luke Miani is uh, an Apple person I watch. Uh, so these are all YouTube, YouTube creators that I was, oh, gaming historian. I've talked about him plenty of times. Oh yeah. He's in my feed. There he is. Yeah. We got, uh, cowboy Kent Rollins. Don't know that. Oh, he's like a truck wagon chef. Mm. So he makes like cowboy food. And, oh yes. And, like, I've seen his videos. Yeah. He's great. A lot of just like, all right, so we're going to take this uh, Dutch oven full of boiling oil and throw this in. I'm like, oh, okay. guess I'm not making that. <laughs> um, cereal Time That's TV so is a good one. If you like cereal. Um, <clears throat> retro Recipes. I was watching this amazing new OS for the 40-year-old Commodore 64. <laughs> it's crazy, this shit. There's so many good creators on YouTube. There's like there's this one guy who does this uh, Smoke Trails barbecue. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, it's a barbecue show, and then like it's an informative barbecue show. Every other barbecue show that's on TV is some ridiculous game show that's obnoxious and like you can't learn shit from. Right. Yeah. Now, if you really want to learn like, like how to do things, YouTube is the way to go. Yeah. All right. Um. Oh, my brother's talking about the weirdness and randomness of my YouTube history without 
I doubt beats yours, but it does include does not compute. All right, so he he's also watching does not. It makes sense that Chris is also watching does not compute. Yeah. Yeah, Chris, I'm uh, leaving a lot out, so <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> he wants to talk weird and random. Um, Retro Game Core. This guy's is great. Shank Mods. He took a Virtual Boy and made it into a handheld unit. And it's great. It's the, the, he, he goes into all the electronic uh, soldering minutia squeezer. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh. Shank. Oh yeah, I got. I'm. Who's this guy? Mike Frieda. This guy builds his own like tube amps from scratch. Yeah, that sounds like something I want. Uh, I think this was Bradley. Oh. Sent this to me. Yeah, this like, is. Can you do this? Shank S H A N K mods. He's he's good. All right. Um, I don't know if there's any other news. Uh, there probably is. Oh, the Black Panther trailer looks pretty dope. Riri Williams, Ironheart. Uh, looks pretty fucking rad. Uh, but that's it. I am excited for She-Hulk tomorrow. Uh, hopefully Daredevil's on it, but I'm excited to see Leapfrog. I'm just, I, I, I look forward every week. I'm just, Thursday's coming. Thursday's coming. She-Hulk. I mean, Charlie Cox is literally like his headshots on the top of comicbook.com. Right. Yeah, no, yeah, it's probably going to be in it, but. No, oh, the White Rabbit thing, too. From I guess that's going to be revealed in Philly this weekend. Everyone's yeah. pretty sure it's Bray Wyatt. It has to be. And if it's not, <laughs> they have to rewrite it now. <laughs> and there's no, like, oh, it's the swerve. and all. No, no, no. You're going to piss a lot of people off if it's not. It It's pretty much... Everyone's pretty confident it's Bray Wyatt. Yeah, it's... People are in the, people in the crowd are holding up signs, clearly made by WWE, that have, like, line-for-line... Uh, quotes from his t- old tweets. Like, Why? Because it's spelled correctly? Right. Sorry, folks. That was low blow. Um, yeah, you're talking wrestling fans. That's how you know. Yes, WWE yes. And I'm them. one of them. Yeah. I have dyslexia in various forms. So, uh, that's it for uh, what's happening in the world. I guess we're we're talking for a half hour now, and people are probably like, "Get into get on the with fucking it. show! Talk about Halloween shit!" And you go first this week, Squeezer, with your oh first boy. commercial pit. With me, Elvira, here at the Bates Motel. Look for me wherever they sell mug root beer. And enter the Go Psycho with Elvira contest. You can be my guest at Universal Studios in Hollywood for a monstrous bash at the Bates Motel. Shower, anyone? This Halloween, go psycho with Elvira and win a party with mug root beer. And me. I love my mug. I love it. I love my mug. Mm-hmm. That score is just so iconic. The psycho score. Yeah, I figured I had I had to have a, a Elvira commercial. Well, because that so, was like the eight, eight, late eighties, early nineties. If you wanted to make a Halloween commercial and you were a company, you had Elvira do it. Yeah, you instantly just it was already written for yourself. You know, just you're attaching her to your product and you're golden. Uh, in this case, it was a uh, mug root beer, which is delicious. It's no A and W, you know, but I'll 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 take it. Uh, I like my creamier root beers. We had this discussion, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah. So and listening to guess, Bernard Herman's 
iconic score while you drink said creamy root beer? Yes. Um, or, or Slice. That was a cross promotion. Both Mug and Slice were involved in this uh, uh, Elvira um, go, was it Go Psycho with the um, where's my no, yes, Go Psycho with Elvira. And you can enter a contest and the winner got to uh, attend a party at Universal Studios Hollywood uh, at the Bates Motel which uh, I don't think they thought this through entirely because they're like, oh, the Bates Motel, because it kind of rolls off the tongue a little easier than like the Psycho House or the Bates Mansion. Mm-hmm. Because in all the promotional work and the artwork and the images, and it's the house, mm-hmm. not the motel. They're two locations. Right. Both in the back lot, but still. I'm assuming it was at the house. Um. And, and do you know want to know when it was? No. When when would you want to have a cool Halloween party with Elvira? I mean, technically any time would count, but <laughs> I mean, but. me in 19 fucking 95 uh any day of the week or year or minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh but in this case, no, nothing says Halloween like December 9th. Yeah, they knew, they knew their they knew their target audience. Yeah, yeah, it's like it Horny doesn't matter boys. when you're I, it's funny, Jason at work just had, had to disappear to Target to get that Elvira box they're selling. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she had her uh, her uh, power over all of us, I think, as kids. Yeah. yeah there it is. Um, go psycho with Elvira. Slice and diet slice. I know Dinosaur yeah. Dracula just posted. Uh, a, he has a, a poster of it. Was, oh, of the um, a the giant actual, beautiful a poster, poster of it, or the the cardboard cutout. It's a uh, he says it's a poster. No, it wasn't her. Oh. It's a poster. It wasn't. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Tonavirus Halloween bash and honest to goodness Bates Motel. Well, he got tricked too. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, I there's a, a cardboard cutout. She actually there was cardboard auctions. cutouts for Elvira for every company in the planet. Oh my! Yeah. There used to be one at the beer distributor for Coors Light. That was yeah. Well, it's like she was selling at the exact same time. She was selling mug root beer and beer at the same time. If yeah, I had a choice, a I'd rather go between, to the beer party. Look at the Coors Light one and look at the mug root beer one and tell me what the difference is. Oh, uh, is it what's on the tray? <laughs> yes, it's what's on the yes. tray is the difference. <laughs> That's pretty much. Uh, so they. No, there's fact, a difference. Probably just like underneath those two mm. mugs is probably just two bottles of cores. She her, almost her entire lower half is like showing in the cores light one, and uh, her uh, her upper half is protruding. <laughs> nice. Now, if you look at Elvira. Mug root beer. Yeah, the stand-up is not as revealing at all. Ah, uh, okay. You barely see. It's it, well, that 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 one is a little more. Um, oh, there's the mug and diet an- one. The an- animated. I yeah, guess. yeah, it looks a little more cartoony, less lifelike. Yeah. Um, it'd be fun to have in your living room. Or down my basement, it'll go right next to my Chewbacca. 
the official Coors Lights, the official beer of Halloween. Huh. <coughs> um, but yeah, so and uh, I just it's an Elvira party. I doubt the party looks as much fun as the actual uh, you know party in the show. Right. Remember, remember, it's it's a set. Um, I, you get down there and it's Elmira uh, in a, it's one of those felt cartoon uh, mascots um, of Elmira. <laughs> it's like Elmira's oh, here. Be... <laughs> Just young boys frothing at the mouth, Dude, all disappointed. Matt asked if either of us have a favorite Elvira memory. Not them. I, sure I, I do. It probably was. Yeah, yeah. I probably shouldn't share it on the show. It was probably later in my uh, mid nineties when she would host up all night. She would be on like the horror with Gilbert Gottfried yeah. wearing nothing, and you know. Oh, also when she did commentary with Jesse the Body at at some wrestling. I was one of the WrestleManias or something, and she ha- she had no idea what she was talking about. It was great shit. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's Myra uh, was a part of a uh, growing up in the eighties and nineties for for us young men for sure. Yes. All right. Um, my one surprisingly ties into yours pretty well, Squeezer. My first pick, ah. uh, and I didn't realize it until I was like, "Oh shit, that's my first oh, pick." And you can tell the people you did it on purpose. I planned this exactly. This Halloween, party with your favorite monsters during Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios Florida. And right now, carve out savings of up to $16 off admission with this special coupon you'll find on two meters of Pepsi. For details, visit a Pepsi display near you. Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios. Hurry to Ticketmaster today for advanced tickets, while you can still slash the price. This commercial is so cool. Um, I don't know if I remember seeing it as a kid, but you know, I I know I did probably. <clears throat> Got a bunch of cool carved pumpkins, uh, and um, like Pepsi bottles from my favorite like era of Pepsi, like the '90s, like Big Slam era of Pepsi, and the Pepsi logo carved into a pumpkin, and then like the bad effect of the knife going through the pumpkin to carve its mouth out at the end. Um, but the most telling thing is uh, Universal Horror Nights is October 23rd, 24th, 29th, 30th, and 30th. That's five days of a... Uh, they do like five months of Halloween Horror Nights now. <laughs> Enchantress and I went down in 2017, I believe. And um, it was mainly because she, she... I mean, I like it too, but she's she's the ostensibly biggest trick-or-treat movie fan in the planet and she's got like everything with sam the little guy from trick-or-treat a movie by the way which blows me away how much merch there is for this movie that wasn't even released in theaters and it was just straight to dvd and there's only one movie and you'd think this little Sam guy is in every. He has like a Freddy career because there's more. Wait, really? Because I see. I know nothing about it, but I see it everywhere. It's a great movie. It's probably one of the best Halloween movies ever. It's an anthology movie, uh, and it's so well done. But it wasn't released in theaters. It went straight to to DVD, 
uh, and straight to video. And um, there's only one movie of it, too. But he's got more merch than Michael Myers, Jason, and Freddie, who have a combined 400 movies. And like you go into Spirit, and it's basically like the you know trick or treat uh, Sam store. Huh. Well, they had a Sam house then, and we so we went down for it. And there's Stranger Things. There was a Killer Clown scare zone that was really awesome. Uh, Poltergeist house was good. They did I think Halloween five. Like if they would find a way to make the house for the opening credit scene of Halloween four, I would just go live down in in that house. <laughs> I love the opening scene. Uh, there's so many scenes in Halloween four that are just so iconically remind me of growing up uh, in ho- around Halloween. You know, none of the murders, unfortunately, but Halloween four, uh, Halloween one, Halloween three, four, and five, and H two O. And then kills are my favorites. I'm really excited for Halloween ends. Yeah, I'll watch it. I watched kills, so I gotta. I guess I gotta finish it up. Did you see the first of that tri- trilogy? Did I? No, I don't think so. Did I? No, because you kind of forced talked me into it, like peer pressured me into watching kills. That's true. And I'm like, oh yeah, that was good. I told you it was good. Yeah. I'm a scaredy pants. Um, <clears throat> well, Halloween Horror Nights, I can't really... I, so I went to Wikipedia to get a good idea of when it started. And so it said it started in 1991, Universal Orlando. And in Hollywood, it was 97. And Singapore, it was 2011, 2011 and 2000, 2012. Why am I saying 2000? 2012 in Japan. Uh, so Orlando, it started in 91. This commercial is clearly for Orlando. Um, <clears throat> does it say Orlando in here? This Halloween, party with your favorite monsters during Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios Florida. Yeah. And right now, Carl. So, of course, they had, like you said, the Bates House and the Bates Motel. Um, so the event was originally named Universal Studios Fright Nights, um, and it was only three nights at first, and one haunted house, the Dungeon of Terror. Um, then Horror Night, it was renamed Horror Nights in 1992, and advertised as a second annual Halloween Horror Nights, and there were two haunted houses, the Dungeon of Terror and People Under the Stairs, uh, and that's when it ran five nights. So this commercial was from 92. In the third year, the event saw an increase to seven nights, and the number of houses included three, and the third being the Bates Motel film set. Uh, for the fourth year in 94, it expanded to an eight-night run, and um, Dungeon of Terror Haunted House, along with three more haunted houses, the addition of Nazareth Mans and Bates Motel film sets, and new locations were the, in the Earthquake Overflow queue and the Boneyard. Um and the first year to use the term characters, as well as the official ghoul school for actors participating in the event. Uh, of course, a ticket increase. Uh, by Halloween Horror Nights 5, it turned into a 12-night run, three haunted houses, um, and they had Tales from the Crypt, Crypt Keeper. Yeah, that was the theme. The event was the Curse of the Crypt Keeper, so it was themed. Um, then it talks about... Uh, Hollywood, but then back in Florida, 
Horror Nights 6 through 10, followed the formula developed for 5, growing from 15 nights in 96 to 19 in 2000. There were three haunted houses each year from 98 on. Two each were dual path houses for a total of five experiences. One notable change was the first 3D haunted house in 99 in the Nazarman's facade. By 99, ticket prices were 44, which is still cheap because, trust me, in 2017 when we went, it was a fucking fortune. Uh, Because of September 11th, they toned down the event. Uh, and they scrapped a lot of the gore. I don't know why. And they changed everything to, from blood to green goop. Uh, yeah. uh. <clears throat> uh, Halloween Horror Nights moved to Universal Island Adventures in 2002. Whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> Is that the like a more adulty place? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, 13 took place at Adventures. It was... Um, Six houses. The icon was the director. Uh, Hollow Knight 14 in 2004. The resort experimented with the dual park format, which could connect and utilize both parks. It ran 18 nights and featured seven houses. In f- 2005, 19 nights and seven houses. And the mission's up to 60 bucks now. Uh, in 2006, Horror Comes Home uh, was its 16th anniversary. Um, it ran 19 nights and featured seven houses in 2017 or seven squeezer. They acquired the rights to new lines, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees and Leatherface for Horror Nights. Tickets now $65 and running 23 days. Mm-hmm. Um, 2008's Reflections of Fear featured new icon in the form of Dr. Mary Agana and the, from the original on the Bloody Mary legend. Uh, a musical tribute to Rocky Horror Picture Show was added for the 18th and 19th. Ooh, there you go. 2010 was the 20th installment. 20 Years of Fear. Uh, eight houses ran 23 nights, and admission was 74.99. What? The he- Wait for one night? For one night, yeah. Jeez. Listen, we pay more than that, buddy. <laughs> Way more. I think with the fast passes, everything we paid over three hundred dollars, squeezer per ticket, to, for one night. For one night. Two thousand eleven and twelve, eight and seven haunted houses respectively. Twenty five nights, eighty one, eighty eight, ninety nine. They're up to in twenty twelve, squeezer. So they're just jacking the price up, basically mm-hmm. ten bucks a year. Uh huh. Twenty thirteen. We're getting close to when I went. 2013 uh, featured a haunted house based on American Werewolf in one, London, another based on Cabin in the Woods, and a third based on Resident Evil. Uh, ran 27 nights. Admission was $91.99. <clears throat> 2014, squeezer. Eight haunted houses. Um, the Walking Dead, Alien vs. Predator, From Dust Till Dawn, Halloween, The Purge, uh, they don't say the price. Halloween Horror Nights 25 in 2015. Jock the Clown um, was the icon. It ran 30 nights, featured nine houses, and admission was $101.99. Next year, 2016, the year prior to me going, uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Halloween Adventure was performed. 
Oh, I'll go see it, that. Oh, no, no. It was the final year of it, and it's been running since 1992. Oh. Um, and then they just skipped the year I was there, but... So it was like one fifty, I think, and then another one fifty for the fat one, one or two hundred dollars for the fast pass lane squeezer. Damn. Let's see what it is now. So I have it up this year. It's uh, Halloween is one of the houses. The weekends after hours nightmare. That that's that R and B singer. Uh, the horrors of Blumhouse, which feature Black Phone, which I really enjoyed that movie. Um. There's a Universal Monsters house. Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. And there's 10 total. The weekend one, though, is so dumb. Bugs Eaten Alive, Spirits of the Coven, Fiesta de Chupacabras, Hellblock Horrors, Dead Man's Pier, Winter's Wake, Descendants of Destruction. All right, shop tickets. All right, single night tickets. Oh, from seventy nine ninety nine, and the express pass is one twenty nine. Okay, so maybe it went down. Oh, varies by date. <laughs> oh, there you go. We want so like Halloween like, weekend. If you want to go on a Wednesday morning, right? Yes. All right. So I want... you can pay seventy five dollars, but it's kind of like going to the carnival before it actually opens. You can walk through and you can see the stuff, but you can't okay. participate. The night we went was one hundred and twenty nine ninety nine. And then the fast pass, express pass. Let's see what that costs. Oh, what's next? The express pass was one hundred and eighty nine ninety nine. Holy crap! A roll. Wait, wait, man. That lets you skip the line, but there's still kind of a little line. But because everyone pays to skip the line. If, but if you don't get it, you're you're gonna go through one house. That's it. Because you're yeah. gonna be spending no, all no, night I waiting mean, in line. We even had that discussion with the. Disney crap, you know. It's like you're spending all this money already. Do you, you they kind of force your hand. It's like extortion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're the real monsters. That's true. Yeah, but that was my first pick, Squeezer. Here is uh, your. Hang on. I see. I was. I. I got a nugget. Oh, okay. I was looking. I did not notice. So the because I was curious because I know the the psycho, you know house. I saw it when we were there in Orlando, but I, I knew like went... the original house is in. I was never Hollywood. in Universal before we went for Horror Nights, and I didn't see anything else. We went in Moe's Tavern and had a beer. That's it. Oh, cool. Well, that's because they demolished the Bates Mansion in '98. I'll uh, explain that. Well, there you go. The the one that's in Hollywood is the actual mansion and hotel that he used in the film. The one that was in Florida. That uh, I guess they had the party in with the monsters. That was built in 1990 for the feature film Psycho 4, The Beginning. Ah. Yes. If you recall the Mick Garris feature film. I do know. Uh, Was that the one where it was like a radio DJ? Wait, Psycho. Of course you would know that one out of all of them. Was that the one? Uh, Let's see. The least they could do is it got replaced with Curious George Goes to Town. Uh, let's see. Mick Garris. Psycho 4. Where the hell they go? It's not listed there. Filmography. 
Oh, no, no. I know this one, but Psycho 3, I think, might be. Psycho 4, the beginning. Yeah, Psycho 4 goes back and gets really weird it's with him like and Mother. The, uh, the hell is that? Origin story. Yeah, but it's told through as like psychiatrist. Oh, that's fun. I mean, to be fair, that's what She-Hulk was entertaining last week, but that's probably <laughs> not the same. Right. Psycho 2... I don't know. Uh, let's move on to your next pick, Squeezer. Okay. Here it is. Mike. Mike. What? There's something under the bed. I hold something. There's nothing under the bed. I hold something. See, look. It's just fluffy. You got scared by a dumb cat. I wasn't scared. I told you there was nothing under the bed. Ah, uh, Polaroid commercials for Halloween. Oh, yes. Polaroid's I, back. I actually, um, this was on my short list from, la not last year. Did we do it last year? Two years ago or whatever? We did. The okay. last one. Last one. Yeah, the last one. Um, I remember this was on if, my short uh, list. You had Squeezer short mentions his short list on your bingo card. Ah, yes. And that up. I th this previous pick that you had on there, it's like, oh, this was on Squeezer's short list. Uh, you can finally redeem yourself. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a cute commercial. Um, I particularly the the Polaroid camera is one thing, um, but. What I really wanted out of this commercial was that flashlight. Yeah, it was. It's a flashlight. badass flashlight, like a big silvery, like movie prop flashlight that it clearly is. Like no I, one um, really has Energizer. A giant... I do. Energizer released uh, Hawkins National Lab flashlight. Well, of course. <laughs> over uh, over the spring or early summer to promote uh, Stranger Things, and I bought it. it comes with two giant fucking. A D batteries. It's you know, they, they probably... The the investment that they put in to track you <laughs> and to study you <laughs> and then go, hey, we can make this and sell it to this guy. And you're like, all right. <laughs> of course you have that. That's awesome, though. It is awesome. Yeah, because who doesn't love giant movie flashlights? Yeah, especially when it says Hawkins National Lab on it. That's pretty Hell sick. Hell yeah. Um, and even so, like, you know, mag lights are so 90s. What's the fun in that anymore? And they're so heavy. And My plus, dad always had idea. those big orange flashlights in the back of his Bronco. You know, the ones that, like, would charge there and connect it to your... Oh, yeah. Uh, we, had, we had the one that, like, it was, like, it had the same, like, handle and, like, shape as, like, a dust buster. But it had a big, like, uh, big square, like, halogen-style, but, like, it was a massive-ass flashlight. And the, it ran These were, on like, those. the ones they used in Jurassic Park. Yeah. This was similar, but this was a very much, like, a, um, 
Black and Decker cheap yellowing plastic kind of feel to it. The size and scale was there, but the the construction was not nearly as durable. Ah. And it eventually just became a toy, you know. Oh, yeah. Um do, but, do you, you love know, how when you're kids you ruin all your parents' things? You think yep, everything's I'm, yours I'm, and you I'm just... living it now. Yeah, right. <laughs> they, they it's karma. Everything. Uh, I, my chair, I came down here, sit and like, where's my chair? And I look and like, it's a spaceship command comfy couch that of course doesn't fit upstairs. And that's right. down the basement. We had to buy a new couch is down. All the pillows are set around building a fort. My old desk chair is there. A trampoline is there. And then there's my good desk chair underneath a Lion King blanket for a portion of their fort. If Chris, if you're still listening, what was that orange light that my, there's a name for it. The orange flashlight that dad had in his broncos and l's trucks hmm. chris would know it's orange it, it was like light. it had like a a push button covered in like a ru- piece of rubber it was like very waterproof yeah. um but i okay uh we're talking uh, was it a, was it a slide or like a clicky push button it was a clicky hmm oh did it have a completely round rubber it was orange and black and there's a lot of rubber on it and it was fucking it, heavy duty. Did it have like orange with a black band? Yeah. Uh, it was ever ready. My grandparents had these. No, nah, it wasn't ever ready. It wasn't no. ever ready. It was more professional. Crystal, if he's listening, he'll know. It's like they sell them at like f- firefighters use these goddamn lights. Okay, but I mean, it might have been manufactured by Ever Ready because I see they have a big bulky ass looking one too that I can't get to. Where the hell is it? Ever ready vintage torch is like the big handheld one, right? No, this thing was way bigger than that thing, dude. No, no, no. Like, like the what? Like it had a handle and then yeah. the battery unit. Nope, this thing was way bigger than that thing. I see. That's that's the thing you put the battery with the two springs on top of it in. This is. Yeah, like, this one has like a big canister underneath for like two of them. Yeah, no. This this was a massive. This wasn't a survivor flashlight, like ones that like standing straight up. Uh, it was. I wish Chris was still on. He know exactly what the fuck we're t- I'm talking about. Ah, here it is. Streamlight orange. Look up streamlight. Streamlight is exactly what streamlight. it is. Streamlight. Oh orange. man, these are badass. I, I, now I'm looking at. I'm obsessed. Now I'm looking at. Wow, those look like penises. The streamlight. No, these other flashlights I just came across. Oh. Are they flashlights? Oh they Look are very phallic. Streamlight. This is exactly what it was. Streamlight. But my grandparents, I forgot all about my grandparents had these flashlights that, like, they had, like, the little uh, clip on. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see what you're. What would you say it was the 80s? Yeah. Thank you for tuning Stream. in to our flashlight episode of the Ready Flashlight. <laughs> I mean, you know what? We haven't done an animal episode in a while. We should just do a flashlight. We Honestly, I like the challenge. Retro Let's do a flashlight, flashlight. episode. We'll put, it in, put it in uh, the possibility category. Possibility category. Uh, my grandparents had these ones, like these little, the little metal rings on the bottom that snap down on the base and then snap back up. And you can wear it on your hip. And it's like a damn lightsaber. Like the metal build, everything. It looked like a lightsaber. Yeah, you take those and play with them. 
Cool. Um. Anywho, yeah. The uh, anywho's. Anywho, yeah. It was a. So I think it was a one step that the kid had, which you could still buy today. Um, it's probably not the original model that they show here, because I think it was like two thousand ish. They they came out with it, and they still sell the same model, like Polaroid six hundred one step for the, like the last twenty years. For when you need instantly printed pictures. Oh, remember Life Light Squeezer? Life Light. Look up Life Light. L I F E L I T E. L I F E. L I T E. I T E. Life. I had one of these. Life Lights. Light images. Let's see. Uh, what the hell is this? Oh! There's like a projectile in it? No. Is that what I'm looking at? No. Here's a... Uh... Oh, are these like the ones like you can... Uh, it looked like a little pistol grip. Like, uh, like a garden hose nozzle. Yeah, it was kind of, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Life light. It was like a firefighter thing. That's ah. why we had them. I always just wanted whatever I could. Whenever I had one, I would find a way to get like a headband and strap it to the side of my head, like the Space Marines and aliens. Mm. Yeah. I sent you the Stranger Things flashlight that I got, just so you can yeah, peep it. Oh, that is so. That's sweet. <laughs> that's beautiful. Yeah, of course. I Marketing buy that. geniuses. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't know why. You know, they he's got a Polaroid just sitting by the side of the bed for no weird reason or anything. The one you have to take pictures of the monster squeezer. I think that came out weird. <laughs> this is the old school. Uh, when when you'd have to take like dick pic shots, you had to do it on a Polaroid, I guess. Did I lose you? Did we lose squeezer? Did we lose the show? Oh, disconnecting. We lost everything. This is the exact antithesis. Oh, there of you Game go. Of you Thrones. just came back. We just lost everything. I just lost you. Like I think my internet connection went down for a second, but you're back. Oh no, I'm back. What? Oh, I, I was shitting on the lighting in uh, the Polaroid commercial. Oh, uh, okay. Did everyone get that? No, we. I don't think we got anything. Oh, oh, yeah. It's like I said, they shot for day for night, but then forgot the night part. Hmm. Uh, this commercial taking place at night when the kid is scared is brighter than any day scene in Game of Thrones right now. Oh. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then the monster takes the, uh, well, they think it's the cat, and then the little monster alien-looking dude uh, takes a, a, a selfie, an alien selfie, and it goes, ah! It sounds like you and, entering the show. Kinda, yeah. He's got big Big cat eyes. You have those yeah, big cat eyes. I do. Um, but yeah, it, it's a fun little, uh, cute little fun commercial selling Polaroid cameras. All right, here is my next retro Halloween commercial. Hey, I'm no numbskull, so call me at 1-900-909-2233 and you'll hear the funniest monster jokes like, what's a vampire's favorite sport? 
basketball. <laughs> or the one about the ghoul who missed her mummy. <laughs> You'll also find out how to get these scary street signs featuring my friends Dracula, Wolfman, and Frankenstein. It costs $2.45 for a two-minute message. So ask your mom or dad if it's okay before you call 1-900-909-2233. I'm dying to make you laugh. <laughs> now, I pick these 900 numbers a lot, Squeezer, because uh-huh. they always, they aired like crazy. So many of them when we were growing up. Not just Halloween, yeah. Christmas, summer, spring, winter. Mm-hmm. Every season, every holiday, every reason you could possibly think of, there was a 900 number for you to call. Right? Yeah. This one is. I just, was never, I was, I sure as hell was never allowed to call them. Oh, God, no. Never once in my life. I mean, my, my parents thought like magazine subscriptions were a scam. So. Right. It was funny what I see on this. So it's like. It's this weird skeleton being poorly puppeted. It says, children, you must get your parents' permission before you call. It's 1-900-909-2233 if anyone wants to call it. <clears throat> um, please dial carefully also. And it's and the street signs say like Frankenstein, Wolfman, Dracula. It says one free street sign with each call. You must send in a copy of your phone bill as proof of your call. Um, $2 for the first minute. 45 cents each additional minute. Program time, two minutes. Program disconnects at four minutes. Maximum cost is $3.35. Like, I hear that now. I'm like, that's not a lot of money. But that's like, back in 1990, that's like $40 with inflation (laughs) right now. (laughs) Now, yeah. Yeah. And there'd be additional surcharges on top of that. So this one is from 1989. It says, copyright 1989. Tella something, all rights reserved, operated by Telus Line, BA, California, charges billed by AT&T as agent for Telaline. Um, of course, it starts off with, a, with a, it's clearly something that was, it was a genius shot. It was just some like tree branches and it looks like they're running a smoke machine over like a fake moon. And then the coffin opens up with some fake cobweb and the the skeleton. It, it's rudimentary, but it's all live action, puppeted. I'm um, a fan of that. Hmm. 900 numbers, man. I wish I could have called them. I'd call this one right now. Find out what the skeleton yeah. motherfucker's got to say. And I, I always thought it was like, for the most part, you know, the be- the best ones were, you know, the sex lines that you bit saw. Older, that the, the late night ones, and that was... Staring up all night... Oh, yeah. Meet the girl of your dreams. <laughs> you still see those. They're still there. Oh, really? But it's like yeah. probably online now, right? I think. Yeah, now, now it's not It's not as dirty. Now it's just like, hi, you're lonely and sad. I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> you... and, 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 I'm, and I'm like that for, and I want to be like that. <laughs> don't leave me alone. I it's don't like you're lonely you. and sad and you're like, I wish I was. <laughs> Yes, I, now, I've achieved this. You love I've been your, working so hard to be alone. You love your family. I do love my family. But, yeah, there's <laughs> there's something about just falling asleep on the couch and waking up at 3 in the morning. It's just like, ah, peace and quiet. All right, here is your yeah. third pick. 
presenting Sheer Madness, Circuit City's Midnight Madness Sale. Thursday only, till midnight. Circuit City will go raving mad with shocking reductions on hundreds of items. Save on this VHS VCR, just $169. This RCA 19-inch color TV with remote is a mere $266. Circuit City's Midnight Madness Sale. Get there by midnight before the curtain falls. Only one sixty nine for a VCR squeezer. I know, right? And I, you know what? It even tells you the time. So it's like basically you're getting a free clock with it. Two you appliances in one. Set it. Yeah. Um, and, and I wanted to find a commercial that was kind of just... Not that any of them aren't random Halloween. Even the Elvira mug root beer one is like, hey, let's make a Halloween commercial. But there's something just more random uh, about just an appliance commercial with, like, the music, the little Dracula voice, some smoke. And it's just to sell, like, VCRs from Circuit City. Uh, I don't know all your picks. Like, you you don't have one that in particular opens up very large doors that your car would drive through? Nope. No, I, I figured not. Like, there was one I, I was almost going to pick, which is, like, a Stanley garage door opener Halloween commercial. It's just so random. But it, it's, like, the season. Like, it's like There was a Sears out. one I found, and, I and like, I remembered the style, but not this one. I don't remember most of these commercials. Like, there's some I'm like, oh, I know that one. Uh, but <laughs> a lot of these I'm like... Oh, that that existed, but I don't remember it in particular. There's a Sears yeah. one, and if I would have played the audio, you would have been like, "How is that a Halloween commercial?" It's a for appliance sale at Sears, but I, like, there's a bunch of kids in costumes taking like a, a Halloween treats and trick or treating around the set yes, appliances. I, and she's like petting a, the washing machine. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, "No, that's that's out." But yeah, I get what you're saying with this. Yeah, like there's a certain randomness to it where it, it's completely. It's only because it's. Someone paid to run a commercial in October for Circuit City, or well, Circuit City did because it was national spots because it was national promotion. But uh, like, all right, well, it's October, you know, like the ad agency, whoever they're going through, it's like it's October, so we'll do the 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 Halloween one. And then you'll have your Christmas one. Maybe you'll get a St. Patty's Day one. Maybe you know? if you're lucky, and the Fourth of July sale. But you got to try to, uh, you know, attach it to whatever you can to get some people's attention. And Halloween's the way to go. Now, I, I was looking at some of the ads for them. And I have to have a uh, subscription, newspapers.com, which I don't have to blow it up completely. Um, but there was one I came across. And it was the saddest, most disappointing Midnight Madness. <coughs> ma- Midnight Madness? Midnight Madness. Uh, sale promotion that I saw and had nothing to do with prices or anything. Most of them are like 10 a.m. to midnight, 12 noon till midnight. But there was one mid- an ad then in the paper for a Midnight Madness sale that went from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. That's a, that's a long sale. It's 12 hours. Excuse yes, me. The crow but flies. it's not Midnight Madness. <laughs> it's, it's 10 p.m. Madness. Um, and yeah, you can get a microwave, you can get a, 
a big ass tube TV, mm-hmm. um, a stereo for like fifty bucks, which I guess it's not bad. Um, I'm just thinking of all the toxic chemicals that are just rotting away right now that are in this ad. All all the stuff that people went out and got their great deal on that now maybe someone is holding on to that that TV that one day it's like oh this is going to be worth something. And you never know when I'm going to need my 19-inch RCA color TV with tune in my dials and yeah. Just have it fall off the back of a pickup truck. Uh, someone just sent me a, a reel of a grilled char. Someone, a chef making a real grilled Charlie. Oh, and I opened it up. It's a real grilled it. Charlie. Oh, oh, gr- oh yes. From Grilled Sunny. Context, yes. Peanut butter last. It has cheese first. Peanut butter last. <laughs> uh, looks kind of. Would I eat this? Mm, grilled Charlie. Probably. <laughs> cheese, yeah. peanut butter, uh, chocolate. Grilled Charlie. Peanut butter last. I like cheese and peanut butter. Yeah. I don't know about together. That's how you have a Midnight Madness sale. You make Grilled Charlies up fresh. Hell yeah. And and of course, it had to be Circuit City too. That's where... Where service is state of the art. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I I remember that was my Black Friday experience. I bought my my first Xbox. I bought... uh, was it my first Xbox or was it my 360 I bought? Oh, I think it was my 360 I bought. Are you sure? On Black Circuit Friday. City? I don't know if Circuit City was open when the 360 came out. Uh, well, let's cross-reference this. Cross-referencing with the rad years. <laughs> All right. So I got a Black Friday, November 22nd, 2005. I don't think I bought it then. No, because I was still in college. And I don't even think it was probably 2007 because I would have gotten a deal on it because I still have my old Xbox through college, which was 2006. When did Circuit City close? <clears throat> Cross-referencing with defunct. 2009. Okay, as a retail. Okay. So, yeah, it could have been probably 2007, I think, is probably the year. But that was my uh, my crazy Black Friday moment. The first and only time I ever actually went out shopping on Black Friday for fun. And it's... I got a second controller for free. I don't think you realize what a great deal that was. That's mm. true. Yeah. It's like 50 bucks right there. I know. Yeah. Now, Circuit City would have charged me for that controller. Maybe they'd still be in business. True. Here is my... Next. And no, see, I never remember seeing this commercial as a kid, but I found it in one of those rips, and I could, I want to live in this world. <laughs> hey, kids, here comes Peter Pumpkin. For a safe Halloween, do what Peter does. Wear a light-colored costume short enough so you don't trip. If you wear a mask, make sure you can see. Makeup's better. Don't crisscross the street. Call on one side, then the other. Parents, set boundaries, and it's time to be home. Carry a flashlight for extra safety, and let's all have a safe Halloween. Now, this is a safe Halloween, Peter Pumpkin safe Halloween PSA. 
and I couldn't find much about it except everyone kind of like lives in this hazy world where it happened. It, it existed in the seventies. It premiered in the eighties. It looks like something crudely drawn in the seventies or eighties by like Rankin Bass squeezer. Gotcha. Okay. And it's, it's so wonderful. Um, and, uh, let's see, I found this WordPress called pop culture, pop culture, retro Rama. And they made a blog post in October of 2019 asking if we remember this spot. And he says, I feel there are at least a very, I feel there are at least very, wow, this guy's, I feel there are at the very least, I can't read, that's what it is, <laughs> a handful of public service announcements that rank as being quite memorable. Um, blah, blah, blah. One of them most definitely is light side of things. We had ABC Saturday morning offering from the 70s with time for timer what the fuck whatever this pumpkin one and i love this little peter pumpkin guy and they they don't really know anything about it uh they they found it like i did so this one guy posted it that it was from 1985 on youtube and in that youtube comment section i found someone say that um it's as old as the 1970s, but they saw it as 1970s child. And someone said it originally aired in 1980. Um, and then the coolest thing I found, where was it? Oh, 78. Oh, shut up, Siri. 78, someone thinks it was from. And then Jason Schottler, four years ago, said, supposedly there's a film reel of this out there. As this has been reduced for TV from the original, I oh, would love to find that film reel. I'll, I'll post this on our Instagram so everyone can see it. It's just really awesome animated uh, goodness squeezer. Well, hang on. I just got an email from Mondo. They're releasing a Peter Pumpkin film reel <laughs> limited release. There's only one. Mondo's definitely listening to <laughs> Funko Bot. They're like, let's listen to this kid. Uh, tomorrow, I have to. There's something coming out. I, that, I can't. I don't it. say it because it's going to be a present. But uh, I have to get it at one o'clock. That's. Not, I didn't say anything. So I'm like, oh, I'm not even going to mention it. Yeah, uh, we don't want to spoil any presents for Christmas. Ah, yes, it's Christmas shopping already. Right, you got to start early. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, fuck. Did what? I tell you about this guy? Who? So. Uh, <laughs> that was, was a lot of anger from you. You're like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck. Uh, Mrs. Squeezer likes to take uh, the little one to uh, Target. It's like their favorite little mom and me kind of thing. It's what they do. They go to Target. They walk around. That's she like my favorite little toy. me and me thing I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, put, I put my AirPods in. I listen to a podcast. I stroll Target. You know, for things I don't need, but I'm like, I could yeah. buy this to justify why I'm here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm here. I might as well buy something, right? <laughs> right. You know? um, and, you know, so she's looking at the toys, and Big Sister has a Barbie dream house. She got it a couple years ago for Christmas. So it was a big ticket item. And, um, but Mrs. Squeezer's very good at the, she's the most fruit. You think I'm the cheapskate? She's Miss Frugal, like, 
coupon clipping, I will find the best deal in this damn thing there is out there. Anyway, the little one's looking, and, you know, th she thinks it's cool. She's got her, wants to get her own Barbie dream house. And in her mind, she's not even, like, expecting to get it. But as a little kid, you're looking at a big toy on the shelf, right? Right. Some couple walks by, and some random guy goes, Oh, that's neat. I bet you Santa's going to bring that to you for Christmas. Oh, fuck him. I, but I totally would have done the same thing. And, I mean, yeah, if, well, if I would pay attention well, to what people are doing in stores well, other than me, yeah. <laughs> um, and I actually talk to strangers, I would totally do that. But uh, If Mrs. Squeezer might have been, and she knows what you look like, because um, she probably would have been. Because honestly, if we do know what this person, uh, if we knew where and who they are and where they lived, I, I'd be there right now going all Jay and Silent Bob on their ass. Um, <coughs> so now I have to hunt down a Barbie dream house because uh, she's three. And I have to go through all this effort to keep the uh, fallacy alive. What, what do you mean hunt it down? It was at Target. Go get it. Yeah, at full price. <laughs> oh. Well, no, Target Day starts, uh, what's today's date? Uh, well, I, think, I mean, Amazon's coming oh, up, so it has to be tomorrow. Yeah. Target Target's preemptive sale starts tomorrow, and then Amazon's next week. <sighs> yeah. All right. So here is your third, fourth, fourth pick. Squeezer, fucking asshole. <laughs> Something's coming from American movie classics. Get off the street. Go to your home. It's so close you can feel it. Oh, it makes my skin crawl. You're in danger. Who, oh, me? And when it gets here, you won't stand a chance. Come on! It's coming! Send help. What's the help? Quick! No, it's too dangerous. It's AMC's Monster Fest. Never seen anything like it. A whole week of classic horror movies dedicated to thrill. Tonight, death walks again. This is the most horrible thing I've ever seen. Chills. He has been chosen. No! For God's sake, don't come here. And giant creepy monsters. There it is. I don't believe it. It's not possible. It's sure to be a bone rattling, blood curdling, grave robbing good time. My brother was buried alive. We're all doomed to die for this act of desecration. <laughs> Are you mad? Get ready to shock around the clock with a whole week of classic horror. You have been warned. Monster Fest. Every night this weekend, all weekend. Only on AMC. And you call this a party? Could be. Could be. Could be. Um, I loved Monster Fest. And you know me. I'm I'm a scaredy pants. I don't mm -hmm. like horror movies. Um, but what AMC was showing at the time, when it started in 97 and it ran through... Was it the old Bella Lugosi movie? Like like the old monster movies? Those aren't horror movies. They're monster movies. Yeah, there's monster movie. It started as... It was Monster Fest. And there were some horror like horror movies. I heard The Blob like, in the beginning. And I heard, I think, Pet Cemetery in there, maybe? 
Uh, it might have been. Yeah, so they started mixing some actual, like, horror movies, and now they call it Fright Fest. Um, I was never turned on to AMC. Even though we had free cable, I was pretty much watching Shocktober on WPIX, New York's movie station. Yeah. Well, I get this is... See, these were so much more... Because this was when AMC, before AMC had, like, the fucking... Uh, what's Walking Dead and which thank Breaking God Bad that's gonna be over Mad soon Man. that okay, I can stop hearing about it when I go on the internet. Uh, Breaking Bad, yeah. Uh, this is like when they were showing old movies that you didn't like, truly American movie classics. Asterisk that you don't care about. Um, <laughs> well, that would be the first blob. Yeah, that huh. filmed at the Fe- at the what was that F- theater in Phoenixville. The Colonial, I believe. Yeah, the Colonial League. The Col- the Colonial League. The Colonial Theater <laughs> in Phoenixville. The Blob. Okay. Um. Yeah, th- this was what what they could have called it was uh public domain TV. Uh, it was like or movies that were just cost nothing to get. Uh, and and you had no bottom line. It's like it, we can get this for next to nothing air it, sell some commercials, and we're good. And then uh, Halloween, though, is when they would bring in, like, you know, the, the monster movies. And they weren't, like, good. They weren't scary. But there was something about them that I liked. It was, uh, like, uh, I, I loved the camp behind it. And, like, and especially, like, when they would have, like, a Godzilla, like a kaiju marathon. Oh, yeah. I was never into like, those. Uh, Enchantress says she loves Baby Godzilla and the kaiju monsters and oh, shit. I, I like that they exist, but I was never really into them. Yeah, I was doing. We were watching um, uh, Cobra Kai. Such a great series. Season five of Cobra Kai. We finished it. It's I, that show has no right to be as, and I've said this multiple times, has no right to be as good as it is. But, uh, yes, uh, I believe uh, our reliable and good friend Ian was saying how much he loves it. Ian likes Cobra Kai? Yep. So there you go. Like Ian of Ian of the idiots in the hallway, Ian. Ian as in can't produce a TV show to save his job, Ian. <laughs> Hopefully. Well, it is good. It, well, I mean, listen, Ian's not the only one that likes it. This show keeps fucking getting... Like, they, they cut the... They, they, I don't know, they released five seasons in like three years, so. <laughs> That's five more seasons of a show than he's ever released. It, yeah, well, yeah. it lives in a world where like karate fights break out. But like during watching it, I kept doing like the Jones from Police Academy, like um, overdubbed English, like, you shall not finish this and doing like the, the like over exaggerated mouth movements. Yeah. And, God, it's so much fun. Right. Well, so, like, I learned that as a kid from Police Academy. So whenever those movies would be on, I'd just do that, like, nonstop in the house. My dad thought it was great. My mom and everyone else was <laughs> not a fan. Well, then, that's uh, pretty funny when you do that uh, Jonesy uh, uh, Japanese voice thing. Uh, we oh, my used God. to do that. What would we do? It is we, we would do dubs. Oh, when we were out. Uh, when I, we were doing our fun Boy Scouting things, and we were on the road, like in hotels and stuff, and like go to like down to Florida, like New Mexico and stuff, and we are all going to have to share a like, towel. Ten of you in one hotel room with like nothing to do, so we'd put on the Spanish channel, 
and everyone would pick a character, and then you would do an English dub. Well, that's a lot of work. Would... This was just shtick. I was just doing. Yeah. Well, I was. Th- just... I mean, this was this was shtick, but it was it was unnecessarily long beyond not funny anymore. But then becomes funny again. Shtick. Yeah, that that seems to be too much for for young Ryan. I was just I was just doing walking around the house doing my comedy bit the best they could, Squeezer. <laughs> oh, oh, we could do that. Let's go. Yeah, let's see. Oh, we should do we should do a show where we take these fun old monster movies that are really bad, and then pretend we're like trapped in a movie theater on a space station with a bunch of robots mm-hmm. and make fun of it. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder if that's what it was. I wonder if I got in the Mystery Science Theater before Monster Fest or like at the same time I like found them together. I found it on Comedy Central. Yeah. That's where I got into it. Um but I feel like it was around like the same maybe around the same when when did it jump to sci fi? Ooh, I don't know. Is that like late nineties? Probably. Um but yeah, it's it's the same thing, and then and then you know as we got older too, like I said before, like my friends and I, we'd go to the ninety nine cent hamburger stand, load up on food, go to Farmore, get a bunch of shit, you know, tapes like uh, uh, bad horror movies like Uncle Sam, Silent Night, Deadly Night, you know, Jack Fr- crap like that, and then you know watch those and eat hot garbage, you know. So it was nation nationwide. Um, from 1988 to 1996. Uh, it was picked up by sci. It was canceled in '96, and it was picked up by Sci-Fi after that. Okay. But we found it obviously in Comedy Central. Hmm. Um, that's where we used to watch it, and uh, it, it was. I can't like I watch it now and I'm like the, I how did I watch this again? <laughs> it, it is it it's good in spurts. Like I would watch cuz I would have it like I would have it taped, you know, and then I would redub it like I would do a second pass, lose an entire generation <laughs> and then a you know, cheap ass VCR. It was terrible for quality mm-hmm. lost and then cut the commercials out. Like a um, But yeah, like <sighs> I I don't know. I don't think I can, I can't watch like a full one straight through anymore. Nah, it's not. It's like funny when the, as it when was. the new ones came out. When I was, was a kid, a... it was like Gypsy, Crow T, Robot, and Tom Servo were my fucking. Uh, you wanted them to be your friends. Yeah, Tom Servo was my favorite, and oh, how could he not be? I I made my own Tom Servo. Uh, I, and... I got I got one of those shitty uh, uh, gumball machines for uh, Christmas one year as like a. You know, not a stocking stuffer, but like, you know, like here, this counts towards, you know, we got this for a dollar. This goes towards your gift count. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like shit. I'm sure I could do a much better job now. But. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, yeah. uh, what did we even t- AMC. Marin, yeah, my. I I will still like if I'm flipping through like looking for something at like two in the morning because I should be going to sleep but I just don't feel like it, and I'm flipping through and like there's like an old Godzilla or like something like that on I will stop every time and just sit there with it on. 
Well, uh, to be fair, I've been doing that every night with uh, Freeform's 31 Nights of Halloween. Oh, uh, yes. We we had our communal Ghostbuster watching just by chance. Yeah. You texted me like, oh, I'll have to turn on Ghostbusters. Uh, and then I was watching this 2016 Ghostbusters answer the call the other night. And then the other night, last night, I think I was watching, or two nights ago, I was watching uh, a horror, Trias a Horror Marathon. So I've been, every night I just been, after, you know, the Phillies either win or lose, uh, and the Phillies in the playoffs after 11 years. Woo! Uh, I will put on free form during Halloween, and I'm not ashamed of it. All yeah, right. It's like the new uh, AMC now. Like, that's where you go for. Uh... I wouldn't call it AMC because <laughs> they no, actually have good but stuff. But it's on, where you but... go to actually watch a movie now. <laughs> yeah. Here is uh, my next pick. Halloween's a perfect time for baking spooky cookies. Just roll out Pillsbury sugar cookies, cut, bake and decorate, and feed them to your goblins. <laughs> so much fun there. Scary. Ah, Pillsbury commercial. I mean, nothing says 90s commercials like a Pillsbury cookie commercial. They're just taking a big loaf of sh- pre-cooked uh, sugar cookie dough. This is before they sold them like pre-sliced. Well, those even those <laughs> pre-sliced ones, like that dough roll, came like that you, it, with like cut marks in it, so you'd cut it. So those mm-hmm. pre-sliced character cookies they sell now, before that, before it was in a box that you just laid out, they came in a roll that you would cut with the shapes in it. And mm-hmm. before that, it was a roll you'd have to like roll out and use cookie cutters in to make it. And that's that's the era we're talking about here. Uh, yeah. But I remember there was this bakery behind my house at in Crest Plaza, where the Target is now, uh, mm-hmm. called Bob, Bob's Bakery. And they'd have these like gingerbread cookies with this thick, hardened, candied icing on it that were so fucking goddamn good. I mean, if I could ever just, if there was one thing I could go back in the future to have as a kid, it would be go to Bob's Bakery and have these cookies. And they do like Ninja Turtles. They do like cool, they, you know, Sesame Street, New Younger Ninja Turtles. So many cool different themes that they do always Halloween stuff. And I remember um, uh, my mo- my grandma too. We'd always, so so trick or treat, you'd get the most of it as a kid. So my, my mom's mom, my grandma on my mom's side, they're a trick or treat. There, she's in Bridingsville. She's right out Brookside, right across from. Uh, um, what's the West Coastville? The West Coastville uh, Post Office squeezer. Oh yeah, I know exactly where you're at. Yeah. Like right off Brookside and 222 is my grandma. Mm-hmm. So their trick or treat night was always Halloween night proper. The 31st of, of October was always trick or treat night, no matter when it landed. So. We'd always go there, but trick or treat night for us was always like a Friday or Saturday closest to Halloween. You know, it was Fridays okay. with a Saturday rain date. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we trick or treat in the neighborhood, and then we go to my grandparents who lived off Pennsylvania Street in Allentown, um, right off Roth Avenue there. You know, in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Yep. So in between like Fifteenth Street and Seventeenth uh, East Side. East side? I'm Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania was shit. Right right up. If you get off twenty two on fifteenth street and you go yeah. and you go left and then oh, you go left that, on Pennsylvania. Pen- I, there's 
You know what? That's probably Bethlehem by then. Yeah, east side is that's, pe- that's where Dave yeah, Donio lives. <laughs> no, because Pennsylvania. Dave Donio lives on Pennsylvania Street in Bethlehem. That's over by the KFC A and W squeezer. You're you're not answering me like I'm wrong when I'm right. Uh, whatever he's telling you, I'm just one town over. That's all. <laughs> I rode my. I I knew it was in East Side because I rode my. He's riding my bike there as a kid. My grandparents. And these are nice houses. There's nice houses over there. It's like a nice area. Yeah. Oh no. I all right. I know where you're at now. Yeah. It's like right off Walbert, right by the paddock, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I know which one you're referring to now. Yeah. So. We'd go there, and there'd, we'd be able to trick-or-treat in the neighborhood. And my grandmother would always have these baked, like, they were like a, 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 um, a ice cream cone, but, like, it was like a pumpkin, and this this orange hard icing with a jack-o'-lantern face, but it was like a spiced cake. And there, she always had them for all the grandkids there, and they were delicious. It was, like, my favorite thing. We're going to grandma and grandpa's to get that next and trick-or-treat there. But, you know, the sugar cookies that I mean, there's the many reasons why Halloween is probably my favorite holiday of all time. But um, well, it was always so much fun as a kid. And uh, the pills, the Pillsbury baked goods and, and the whole thing, not having like a dinner and everything. Now I appreciate the dinner and cooking more when you're a kid. Yeah. You, you, you like what? Why can you not like a holiday where you don't have to go to church? <laughs> You get <laughs> you get bags of free candy, free like toys as in costumes. Uh, you get to watch fun fucking specials, and there's there's like school parties and everything, except in second grade because the nun didn't believe in it because she thought it was like, witchcraft. But yeah, well, even if she's right, have fun with it. I mean, Enjoy that's your witchcraft. Yeah. Here is your last pick. Uh, well, I mean, oh, okay, that's fine. What you we got can... any more? Well, I, I mean, we can. I, I was just gonna say you you had you had those I liked the uh we would go to Egypt Star the bakery and get them and they were I realize now like they're the same ones that you can get a giant but those pumpkin sugar cookies with the really fine crystals on them yeah yeah those are still like I I mark out over those every time <laughs> I love those damn things Stop by Dunkin' Donuts today and buy 50 of your favorite Halloween Munchkins donut hole treats. I will. Or I tried, <laughs> but they didn't have any. Um, no, I really did. I, I We had our downtime after I ate my remaining half of my Primo uh, that I got yesterday, which I got a new sandwich now because, you know, I'm being a little calorie conscious. What's that? Uh, I, I'm going with the uh, Crusher now. What's the Crusher? It's the uh, black, uh, the uh, peppered turkey. Okay. With Cooper Sharp and pepper shooters. Ah, it's I like a mix of mine and shooters. yours. Yeah. Yeah, so like I, I always liked my Salmona, but, you know, I got to watch. And they put a ton of mozzarella and a ton of uh, like salami or... Uh, 
uh, the hell is it? Uh, just fatty, sausagey meats yeah. and pepper shooters. I'm like, I can't keep doing that. I'm trying. I could still have it from time to time. I got to treat myself. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm like the turkey goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Um, I get the when turkey I read breast that, and cheese. Cooper Sharp on it. I'm like, yeah. Sold. Well, I get the turkey breast and cheese with Cooper Sharp. Yeah. Which you, I told. Now I just you throw pepper shooters on top. Um, and then I did. I was. I. 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 I it was a little treat. I went and I got the little overpriced container of the little mozzarella balls and the oil. Mm. So I ate those. And then, like the monster that I am, I saved my container of oil when I was done. Oh my god! And any little I bit of bread that wasn't contacting meat or cheese in my sandwich went right into dipping that, and I wiped that bitch clean. <laughs> it was delicious. By the end of it all, the Simona probably would have been better for you. <laughs> well, yeah, but I spread. The, I would have gotten the mozzarella balls with the Simona too. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so no, <laughs> I appreciate what you're saying. Yeah, it makes sense, but. Well, you're such a slim, spell boy now. It's it's. Okay. I got, I've got a little bit more. I got a little more work to go. I gotta start actually lifting those. Weights. Know what I did? This is gonna blow your mind. You What's know what that? I did the other day? What? Not did once, not twice, but I did this three times in a row. What's that? I did a pull up. Ooh, man! I just went the, from six to midnight. Whew, yeah, for, first time in like ten years. A damn pull up. I actually hurt myself the first time when I like dropped down and go, wait, did I just do that? So yeah. So we're that's t- why I got that's why I gotta stick with my turkey for now. We're talking about munchkins from Munchkins. This yeah, commercial sorry. was always hysterical as a kid. The, see, I remember being longer. This yours seems short. I didn't see it, I just heard it. No, it was it was, it was a thirty. Yeah, but it was a thirty, but it didn't have any of the the talking at the end. I don't remember talking at the end of this. Yeah, it was. It was. There's the guy in the lobster costume. I mean, there's the tag at the end. Yeah, the tag wasn't on the one I remember. Oh. Like the deal. It was like him walking up, trying to eat the munchkins with his lobster claws, and finally picking up the box and dumping it all into his mouth to get one. Dumping on him. And you know what? Something caught my attention. Um, the, The art direction on this failed miserably and completely breaks the immersion what because this is clearly like post party like the party's over like wrapping up and over at this point you can see like because there's trash and clutter all over the place it's kind of thinned out there's really no one around it's kind of dead um so clearly there was a party and now the party's kind of over and he's just stuck here all day now finally he's wrapping up and he's gonna go get his donut but that box of donuts is full Munchkins are delicious, and no child, even if there's one child left, why is that little girl sitting there and not eating that entire box of munchkins? True. In my experience, she would be eating those too. And I'm still debating whether or not that the old man <coughs> next to her is just asleep or dead. Mm-hmm. Can't mm-hmm. tell. It's a Halloween, so let's assume he's dead. But anyway, yes, I, I agree. This commercial's hilarious. It's great. Um... Because it's just a certain absurdity with it. And it's drawn out. It's a 30-second spot of a guy with lobster claws trying to pick up little munchkins. Well, the original one was, your one you have here is it has a tag on it. That's what I'm saying. I remember the one. I'm... They really draw it out. Oh. I don't remember that. Yeah. That's all right. 
it's okay. But yeah, who doesn't? So I even then I went today. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go get a coffee, and you know what? I'm gonna get uh, I'm gonna get some donuts for the kids for tomorrow, cause you know the sugar them all up and the one can go to school and sugar the other one up and leave her with Mrs. Squeezer while I go to work. Um, and then, of course, I get it. It was like 5 o'clock and they shouldn't have much left, but you could at least try. But this place was like pick clean. No Halloween. Not even a reference of a Halloween donut anywhere nearby. So oh, the website them. isn't even up right now. Dunkin' Donuts? Yeah, they must be launching their Halloween stuff today because this is something new is brewing. We're performing some planned maintenance. We'll have it. Oh, back. yeah. This is, I think, the first time I actually went on Dunkin' Donuts' website. Yeah, me too. It's, it's not one of those things. Yeah. That, uh, I don't drink I like coffee, the, it, and I don't I, eat donuts anymore, so I have no need for Dunkin' anymore in my life. Yeah, I still like that. You know what? If, if it's there, it's there. Like, I'll, it, You know what? If, it's, if there's a box out and someone's like, here, have a donut. I'm like, no, I'm good. Hmm. But if they go, no, have a fucking donut. I'm like, okay, sure. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, if we're gonna, if that's how we're gonna play it, uh, Munchkins. Uh, I'll I'll always go for a Munchkin over a regular donut. Well, growing um, up, that's all we got. Yeah, but and but those fuckers sneak up on you, because you're like, oh well, it's just a Munchkin, so it's less calories than a regular donut. But once you have like you know, forty of them, and all of a sudden it's more. <laughs> right. Who would have thought? <laughs> Well, I remember I would go and get the fucking uh, Timbits in between, like, intermissions. Like, oh, I'd get, yeah. like, a box yeah, of Canadian ten. version of Munchkins. Yeah, fucking Canadians. But, like, I would eat a... I would crush a box of those real quick during an intermission as, like, a little snack. And I'm not even talking, like, oh, it's... I'm, you know, mister, I'm going to be healthy now. I'm drinking... I, I cut back on my calories today so I can drink three beers tonight. So that's not... I'm not exactly a pinnacle of health. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, and I also starve myself until 9 p.m. so I can eat leftover Chick-fil-A. So there you go. Um, so, yeah, I'm probably doing worse for myself than if I were to just eat the entire hoagie. So that's what I'm going to do tomorrow. I'm just going to jump off the wagon and get my Slimona. Um, but, uh, yeah, I the sugar rush. That's what I was getting at before I went. I th- Eating that box of 10 munchkins... You actually feel it in my body. Like th- my face would get hot and burn up and it would get red and you would feel the tingling. There's that much sugar in it. No wonder uh, when my kids love them now and I love them as a kid because they're just little, little tiny delicious balls of crack. <laughs> little tiny delicious balls of crack. I want one now. I really want some. I can go for some munchkins right now. All right. Let's move on to some more garbage. It was late one night in the castle of the Chicken McNuggets. What are you making? Sauce. We're using my mummy's recipe. Mummy? Uh-oh. This better be good. It'll be great. Hmm. Does your daddy have a recipe? <laughs> now you can get McDonald's Happy Meal Pails for... Halloween! There's a pumpkin pail, Boo! a witch, Boo! and a ghost. Boo! That glows in the dark. You can get a different one each week until Halloween. Ooh. I love that the Happy Meal characters pop out. Um, there's a great Instagram account filming in McDonaldland. 
the details, like all, a lot of behind the scene pictures of all this stuff. But <laughs> I'm talking McBoo pails. So a lot of people who run accounts like ours have been posting pictures of their adult Happy Meals with whatever the fuck cactus plant fucking uh, flea market is. Some streetwear brand, apparently. Did you see these adult Happy Meals, Squeezer? Adult Happy Meals? No. It's like cactus. Oh, it's cactus. Uh, uh, McDonald's. Adult Happy Meal Cactus. Adult Happy Meal. Adult Happy Meal. It's, uh... CNBC. I tried it. A cactus plant flea market. See these stupid fucking things? I see them. What the hell is it? They're stupid. It hurts my eyes. Listen, and I said I said in the group chat, they're like, did everyone get one? I'm like, if I'm going to have to eat McDonald's, it's going to be to get the McBoo pails when they release. <laughs> I'm not going to eat it to get one of those dumb pieces of shit. Oh, but- I, the second I heard about that, I'm like, oh, I am so, my children will have these. Yeah. Not these, the McBoo pails. Right. Um... I don't know that plastic toy, the cardboard box. You know, I'm I'm not interested in street brand clothes or streetwear, whatever the fuck they call it. I wear I've been wearing American Eagle non-branded clothes and like stuff that Pacific Sunwear used to sell. You know, when they were actually Pacific Sunwear and they didn't mm-hmm. sell clothes that looked like they were chewed apart by moths. <laughs> 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 like I sound like a really cantankerous old man here, but. I am not interested. I, I'm I'm going full old man and saying I'm not interested in this garbage of fucking cactus plant flea market shit. As soon as I saw that Kanye West wore it, I'm like, I'm not interested. <laughs> I don't care. Never heard of it. I don't want to hear of it. I don't want to be aware of it. I think the toys are stupid uh, and dumb looking and <laughs> uh, like... It, it looks like something that you and I could have molded and sold. It, it hurts my eyes. It's very stupid, and I'm not. I I think it's they're very unpleasant to look I, at. I'm, I'm happy McDonald's is trying things, but uh, McDonald's workers are begging people to stop ordering. I'm, adult I'm happy in the meals. midst of on Kotaku. Yeah, what's that I'm about? In the midst of perusing it now, uh, apparently they're flooding. People are you know like uh, Szechuan saucing it. And they're struggling to keep up with, you know, maintaining service when people order these things because it slows the line down. Well, get, I mean, they need to fucking get ready because when they release those McBoo buckets, it's not just going to be kids. It's going to be everyone who grew up in our fucking era going to get one of these fucking things. Once it for their kids or themselves, but, you know. How is bro please, bro PLS don't order these adult McDonald's happy meals bro I'm begging wrote one employee on TikTok And it's a news story Right 
on the internet. Under the title, New Adult Happy Meals Are Killing Me, one anonymous worker posted to Reddit to say, we literally just came off the buy one, get one for a dollar, and we we're swamped with Big Mac meals. Now we have this and literally stockpile them to survive a rush. I hate it. Yeah, you probably hate working at McDonald's in general. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, I love working at Subway, but... It seemed, combined with an inevitably, inevitably become a collectible toy... Has driven customers no. into a friend. I, it doesn't work that way. You can't m- make something to become a collectible. It just happens. No, very few Happy Meal toys are collectible because they put so many out. Yeah. I'm hoping they do that with McBoo Pockets because I want all of them. Yes. And I want little puppets of Happy Meal shakes, fries, and um, burgers to go back into the buckets and come out looking like Frankenstein's witches and vampires. uh great commercial love it love all mcdonald's commercials from the 80s and 90s because that's when they were they're they're best now i hate them because they're doing stupid whatever the crap that we just talked about cactus things cactus plant which i didn't know that was even a thing i didn't either i had to look it up it hurts my eyes um, I, I mean, it doesn't hurt my eyes. It's just stupid. <laughs> That's it uh, for our first uh, Halloween episode, Squeezer. We're in Halloween 2022. Woohoo! I like Halloween. Well, uh, I mean, I know I sent you what we're doing next week, but what is what are we doing next week? Uh, it's a Halloween show. Oh, is it eight? Is it eighties or nineties? Uh, it is Halloween from the oh. Pop filter is in my face, so it can't recognize me. So it's a Halloween show about Halloween from... Um, and we're going to talk about stuff. Uh, and it is going to be about the 80s in Halloween. 80s Halloween. So anything I'm, Halloween from I, the 1980s. And then the following week, we're doing anything Halloween from the 1990s, correct? Yes. Yes. And then our uh, Trick or Treat 2022, which is our our grab bag. It's, random gra- it's our Trick or Treat bag, is what I like to call yes. it. Where you, we could talk about anything Halloween we want. And um, then, it, then it's uh, some November shows, and we get right back into crass mass. Yeah. And uh, that's it. That's our that's our winter season, and it's 2023 is breathing down our neck, Squeezer. Ah, it's kind of. We'll be back next week with another Rad Years podcast, another spooky oh weekdoms. Oh, but until then, I'm RK, and I'm Squeezer. <laughs> See, See what I did there. I do.